<laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly, presented by Whisperware Apparel, along with Doc Lang and Chuck Davis, and I'm Lyle Stokes, and we're going to do some talking tonight about uh, another tournament down on Wheeler, guys. It's uh, or in, in in Alabama where it's nice and warm, isn't it, Chuck? Oh yeah, it's uh, you know, it's like the Caribbean down here, man. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's um. I'm not sure it wasn't warmer in Missouri today than it was in Alabama. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I got up this morning and it was 17. <laughs> oh, oh it was so you're talking Caribbean Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, what it is the, up here. <laughs> yeah, the guys that were making posts uh, up on Wheeler, you know, that. that's uh, – you know, two and a half hours north of me, I'm I'm on the same level of, of Atlanta, Georgia. You know, they're up. You know, about like we're Chattanooga, pretty close. They're they're a lot higher up there, man. It it really gets cold up there when it. Um, I'm I'm surprised if it wasn't in the single digits up there on Indicator. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, somebody made a post this morning about being down there and it was eight degrees or something like that. And, uh, I never thought that you guys would ever get eight degrees. Yeah. It's, it's really weird down here. The way the, uh, the, you know, the mountains and the, uh, all that goes, there's a place called Pence and it's always, you know, seven to 10 degrees colder than anywhere else. That's just because I guess the way the, you know the the fronts come through or whatever but um yeah that little bit of uh snow and ice it really shut us down this weekend you know they they got ahead of it this time and they uh they sanded or salted one lane of um of every interstate uh you know where it was going to predict predicted to be bad and uh is a lot more controllable, but it um it got pretty nasty. Doc, I didn't suppose they even had salt and chemicals down that far yeah, south. I, I didn't think so either. <laughs> you know, we have it. We have tons of it up here in Ohio. It's oh yeah, it's stockpiling in here. <laughs> yeah, I know. This morning it was seventeen here in Ohio, and it's thirty now. Yeah, it's uh, it was pretty decent. We had a lot of wind, like you was talking about, Evan. But uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, I was before show we was talking about that, and and come Thursday it's going to start raining, and it's either going to be snow, sleet, or freezing rain for the next four days, and they don't even know yet. They're not even sure it's going to hit us or going to miss us yet, but they're pretty sure it's going. We're going to be right about the middle. So whatever it is, we're going to deal with it and go on and. That's how it's going to be. Yeah. Oh, Brad Durick said we're talking about the cold. It was minus 10 up at his house Saturday. Yeah, but he deserves it. He likes that stuff. Yeah, he does. You know, I like being down here in the Caribbean. He likes being up there. <laughs> I, I'll guarantee you, I seen some post of Brad the other day. He was talking, him and his son been out um, and they had been uh, ice fishing. So he's quite comfortable with that, and I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I'm not really as far south as I really want to be. Um, Who you know, is? <laughs> I, don't, I mean, the way the the climate's changing, you know, 
you know, down there uh, where Glenn Flowers is from in Pensacola, they've been getting some pretty cold weather down there too. Well, I, I seen right before we started the show that Glenn had taken his wife out, and I believe it's her birthday, so happy birthday, Sandy. And and she killed her a pretty nice doe. So they've been deer hunting today, and that's pretty outstanding. I, I, I have a feeling, though, that uh, if Glenn had his rathers, he would probably be rather catching them flatheads than catching, uh, taking her out deer hunting. But, you know, if it's her birthday, it's her birthday. Oh, yeah. Brad said it was minus 26 in Grand Forks this morning. That's a little bit cold. Yeah. That's a fresh one, one might say. So that's, that's, I would consider that more than fresh. I would consider that just ass raping cold. Wow. That's, whew, yeah, that, 20. That. I know yeah. a few years ago, Chuck, you remember Brad was telling us uh, about, uh, what was it, five or six feet of snow they had on the ground or 50-some inches or whatever it was. It's just unbelievable amounts that they had up there. It was crazy. Yeah, and it's nothing to them, you know. They just plowed on off and uh, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have some cousins that live in Ontario, and uh, you know they they've been skating and ice fishing and that crap for some time up there. And I said, man, I ain't doing that. It just that ain't gonna happen. I, and somebody showed a picture the other day of having a fire on the ice while they was ice fishing. I'm talking about wood pile fire coming out of it. And I'm telling you right now, that's not going to happen. Yeah, we had, uh, you know, that little bit of ice and a little bit of, of flurry coverage, and they uh, declared a state of emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. They, sh they, they, shut every, they shut every school down Thursday night uh, <laughs> in the wake of this. It didn't even start accumulating at all until four o'clock Friday. So, you know, but a lot of times, you know, them kids get to school and, you know, that they, they, they try to call them out early and it hits quicker than they're supposed to and they get stranded and all that. So I guess they're trying to get smarter and, and uh, you know, just telling them, hey, they're only using trying going for a few hours and getting stuck in this stuff. We're just going to, you know, keep them out the whole day. Well, I, I know you guys understand that it's been a many a year since I was in school. But when I was in school, if there was a basketball game being played, you went to school. It didn't matter if it was two inches of ice and snow or if it was a foot of, of just come down. If there was a basketball game, you was going to school because if, if you didn't have school, they couldn't play ball, and they was not going to miss a ball game. That just – yeah. Wasn't going to happen. <laughs> and me, I, I am no fan of basketball. I don't even like to watch it. I like to watch the kids play when they was in high school. But I sucked at playing basketball, and I have zero tolerance for that, soccer, hockey, golf, any of that dumb stuff. I don't, I don't like none of it. But uh, I'm telling you, if it was, if you couldn't drive in it, they was having that basketball game, they'd just take a snowplow truck out and and let the buses follow them around to get where they need to go because you're going to school now. Just, just the way it was. Brad says they got 30 inches of snow on the ground right now. Yeah, he just posted uh, the snow is all the way up to the to the bottom of the mailbox. I'm looking at a picture he posted. Well, if it's got to be one of us that's got that, I'm really glad that it's Brad. Glad it's him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
Guys, we got Josh Van over on the show with us tonight. We're going to talk about his Paul Strauss Memorial Tournament. I uh, I think that that is a great thing that you're doing, Josh. And and uh, uh, Paul was such a special guy to a lot of us, and uh, everybody knew him. He's friendly, nice, and and uh, if I understand this correctly, this uh, percentage of this money is going to go to help Tammy out with some of her expenses. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's that's really cool, and I can't imagine what uh, what she's gone to. I haven't talked to Sandy or Tammy in some time, but uh, you know we we're all wishing her the best, and uh, uh, it's just a terrible situation. It's really cool that you're putting this on for her and and the family and everything. We're really looking forward to it. Uh, I didn't know Paul all that, all that great. We uh, I I seen him. At, I fished the first winter blues and the second winter blues that he won and uh, talked to Paul both tournaments. <coughs> talked to him on the phone quite a few times. He was always planning on getting down here and fishing one of the tournaments and never didn't make it. Paul was a good guy and he uh, he put a whipping on us up there t- two years ago and didn't fish. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> didn't, fish, didn't fish but uh, 100, 150 yards from the boat ramp. So, uh, well, you know, he uh, he placed pretty good in the in the one before that. Yeah, yeah, top ten finish in there, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. Yeah, one one year his boat had some boat trouble and he didn't get to leave, and the next year he just decided he'd stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was that's a pretty good deal, and and uh, like I say, uh, we all appreciate the effort that you're putting out to do this, and I know you got a lot of great sponsors. And the last I heard, you had a pretty good group of guys going to show up down there, and of course there'll always be some show up uh, and, and get involved in it last minute. You know, I think I think this time of year, from the from the talk out there on social media, I think that the, the weather has an effect right now. You know, uh, in of January it could be seventy degrees down in Alabama, or it could be seventeen, like Chuck said this morning. You know, it's uh, I really think the weather is going to have a factor in it. It's just going to, you know, a lot of guys are going to wait till the end. We got three more in the mail today. We're up to forty-two boats, and uh, I wanted to have fifty, and I. I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident we're going to have that. I think it's going to be a good turnout. Uh, a lot of guys are going to wait till the last minute to see what the weather does. You know, I mean, there's a lot of guys fishing the tournaments from Missouri area and Ohio area. Those guys, they get snow a lot more than we do down here. So, we, uh, I think we're going to have a good turnout and pay respect to Paul and have a good tournament. Everybody wants fish. Everybody wants fish wheeler, you know. Yep. Everybody wants fish wheeler. Yeah, it's a great place to go, and they've, they've been doing really good down there. I think it's cooled off a little bit in the last week or so, but when the temperature drops like it has, I'm pretty sure that affects it. Chuck, why don't you uh, see what you – if you got anything to, to visit with with him about, and, and we'll get rolling. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, there's going to be some pretty big um, high rollers showing up, I do believe. I've talked to some more of them guys from Missouri that uh, they're going to be heading back out. They just fished the winter blues also, and they're making a, a, another trip this quick. So, um, you know, I think, you know, Wheeler in the wintertime has got a lot of people's attention, and um, it makes a, a very good getaway. And having these little tournaments, you know, to get everybody together – that just gives everybody a reason. That's what everybody needs is just a reason, and it's on. So I believe you're going to get your 50 boats, uh, no problem. You know, you might get on up in the 70, 
oh, uh, yeah. before it's said and done with. You know, like you said, depending on the weather, uh, on on people leaving and returning home, um, I don't think there's going to be as much pre-fishing as last time, which is really going to be, uh, you know, more competitive. Um, and and I like that a lot better. And uh, I, I think... I think it's going to be a really good time. You know, the, the fish aren't going to be a sore lip. And I think um, there's going to be some really good weights brought in on this one. Yep, I think that too. Uh, we, uh, we're looking forward to it, that's for sure. We, uh, we did go with uh, a little different set of rules than others do down there. We uh, all work tournaments here on Tuck in Indiana or five fish weigh-ins, and I uh, I know a lot of the guys around here on the on the smaller body of water got littler littler boats, and uh, I wanted to think about the fish, you know, and uh, so we went with the three fish weigh-in down around Wheeler, you know. I think you're still gonna have 125 to 150 pound weigh-in free fishing. I mean, all somebody's got to do is look up and get on two big ones and one decent. We did go with a three fish weigh in down there because how big the fish are. I know some people like it, some people don't, but you know, it's, it's all part of the game. And, and uh, we're going to go down there and have a good time. And I think we're still going to see some big fish caught and some good weight people with that three fish weigh Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I, I really like the, the three fish, um, you know, weigh ins. I think it's, uh, you know, everybody says it. It, it don't. It, it puts more of a look in there for the guys that um, you know can go out and and luckily catch one fish and can't get that other big fish. But the kickers are what's so hard to get. You know, you've got to be a really good cat fisherman to get two very nice kickers, and those. You know, if somebody just gets lucky and they come in with a, you know, a 75 or 80-pound fish, um, you know, them good guys, they're still going to they're still gonna uh, come in and beat them. You know, they're going to come in with a 60 and a, a couple of uh, 20s because uh, them uh, fish under 34 inches down there, them 33-inch fish, they get up, you know, 20. 25 pounds uh, down there on the wheeler. Yeah. So, you know, I, I like that format a whole lot. It gives the guys that don't have the, uh, the you know, the bigger equipment um, a better volume of water per pound of fish to, uh, you know, to help keep the fish you know, revived, get the oxygen level they need, even if they're not running oxygen, they're able to maintain a level of oxygen in the water that they need to keep those fish healthy. You know, when, when you get, uh, you know, two big old fish in a live well, they're going to deplete a lot of oxygen out of that water. And, um, you know, conservation wise, I think that's, that's a really good, uh, way in is, is uh, one over and two unders. I agree. Uh, you know, Chad's been doing it for a long time in his extreme tournaments. And, um, 
you know, I, I talked to him about coming down here and, and trying to do an Ironman somewhere in Alabama, not on Wheeler, you know, one of these other rivers that's, <laughs> that's got some big flatheads and stuff. You know, and he told me straight up, he said, Chuck, if I come down there, it's going to be my rules. I said, I don't expect you to come with any other ones. You know, I said, you know, um, you know, I like that, you know, you know, th the three fish weigh ins. Yep. So, uh, what, what kind of uh, prizes you got for this tournament? You got any, uh, you got any good ones in the works? Yeah, yeah, we uh, we've had some. Of course, uh, Rob with Whisperwear Apparel, he's uh, he's been a one of the best supporters on the trail for going on the third season now. He's uh, Rob's cutting up one hundred fifty dollars for the highest finishing female of the tournament. Well, uh, John Adams with Warrior Cat Rods, uh, can't say enough with him. He jumped on board this year for a trail and for this tournament. For this tournament here. He's, uh, he gave us three rods to give away and uh, $300 to the highest finishing team with with uh, four or more warrior cats on your boat. If you finish seventh place and first through sixth ain't got four or more warrior cats on your boat, heck, you, you can go home with 300 bucks. Uh, Jesse Simmons with Elite Rod Holders. Uh, Jesse, he... Uh, He's uh, got a few uh, a two hundred dollar bonus for elite. You got to have four or more elite rod holders on your boat. High finishing team gonna win two hundred bucks. Um, one hundred fifty dollars a boat. You can have up to three people a boat, no age limit. It's uh, we're looking forward to it, man. We got a got a lot of giveaways. We got uh, Mike Paul with uh, Never Snag Anchor. Um, fast some more, some different tackle and stuff, uh, rides. Uh, it's gonna be a good time, man. A couple gifts, got some, got a fifty dollars for Bella's gift card. We got a lot of stuff to give away to captain's meeting, so mm. somebody, hopefully, hopefully, several people will go home with a little something anyway. Are you going to be able to fish it this year or this time? No, I'm not going to fish it, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna set it the boat ramp, make sure everything's set up, ready to go, and uh, I'd love to fish. I'm gonna be down there fishing with. Uh, I'm gonna be down there for three days. We're, gonna, we're staying in the cabin, so I'm gonna go out with Cad Daly one day and Keith Terrence one day. I'm gonna go out and at least get some fishing in with them guys. <laughs> I can't go wheeler and not wait a line. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad you're gonna be able to get out, but I know you know, and I've I've said it about Aaron a million times. It's gotta stink to you know watch all them guys blast off and you not be with them. But, you know, y'all are doing a good thing, and I know y'all hate doing it, and that's part of being a director. But um, I really appreciate what y'all do. I mean, giving us somewhere to go and uh, compete and have a good time, you know. Um, you know, if we didn't have guys like you out here, you know, given your time you you know we know you're not making the mo no money at it if you if you are making any at all so eventually i hope yes. you do but um you know you gotta you gotta love it man huh? you gotta love you gotta love this sport to to run tournaments and not be able to you know a lot of people a lot of people think you make a lot of money but 
you don't, man. You, uh, <laughs> no, you, know, you don't. Loud, loud, loud knows, you know, we. That's right. Hey, you make you make you make five you make five dollars a boat in these regular trail tournaments, man. You just make you make enough pay for your gas and your help with that. And that's it. I mean, we don't do yeah. it for the money. If we did it for the money, we wouldn't be in it. We do it because we love me and my wife love this sport. And uh, but you got to have the love and the passion for you. Running these tournaments, running a tournament trail ain't for ain't for everybody. That's for sure. Well, I can tell you that. That's exactly right. We've done it for nine years and probably would still be doing it. We just we wanted to fish. Yeah. I don't want to scare anybody away, but I'm, I'm, I'm starting to feel like that. Like, we ain't going nowhere. I'll, we'll always be running tournaments, but, man, I, like like Chuck said a while ago, man, I love to fish. It kills me watching them guys take off out there, you know. But, <laughs> but that's why we just – any any other tournament we can, you know. Besides their own, but uh, oh, one more thing, uh, for the Catfish Weekly National Championship, everybody out there listening, this Paul Strauss Memorial Tournament will be a qualifier for that, uh, top five be a qualifier for that, and also our uh, our uh, third annual Bruce Mickiff Memorial Tournament is coming up in September on Ohio River, it'd be a qualifier for that national championship, too. So, top five out of both of them would be uh, be good to go down there to the that'll be that'll be really good there's we signed up some more people today it's going to be a really big event you know uh at present time we're probably looking at around 80 80 tournament events in in less than five weeks that we've been talking about this so uh, i'm pretty excited about where we're headed with this yeah it's a cool deal man cool deal i gotta get i gotta get down there but I gotta get down there before now and then, and I ain't never, ain't never been down there, so I don't know what to look forward to. <laughs> well, there's a lot of lake. <laughs> it's like 80 miles long, so yeah, plenty of places to fish, and there's plenty of bait. Cool deal. Cool deal. Well, what about bait? Uh, do, do you got a bait cut? That's going to uh, have bait ready for the guys that are uh, going to decide last minute and, and haven't been able to go get them any, or what's up with the bait? Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I've been talking with Carl. As a matter of fact, I just talked to him today. He uh, he was one of the he was one of the entries that we got in the mail today. And uh, uh, Carl, he with Big Cat Bait Company. He's a uh, fresh bait this time of year. Fresh on ice is not a guarantee. Carl's the kind of guy he's not going to guarantee you something. If you don't think he can do it, uh, if you need, if you want, if you want it fresh on ice, and you want to take the gamble, you need to call Carl and get your name on the list. He's not guaranteeing, he's not guaranteeing you fresh bait on ice in the month of January. But what he is guaranteeing you is uh, anywhere from a week to two week old fresh, fresh, fresh as I can still skip that. But uh, yes, Carl will have bait there. It might be frozen, but uh, he will have bait there to supply for you guys. That, that can't get away to uh, catch your own or whatever it may be the call. Uh, look up Carl Morris Jr. on Facebook or give him a call, and I'm sure he'd be glad to take care of you. No question about that. He's And it's as, that's as good as bait as you're going to get anywhere. Yep. Yeah, yeah even when it's frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chuck, wake up. 
<laughs> am, I fro am I froze up? Yeah, you got yeah, your you eyes know. closed. I, I, I'm sorry, y'all. I thought he was. I didn't thought he fell asleep on me. No, I'm no dancing. his computer froze. <laughs> oh. I'm dancing. I'm dancing around watching this game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your computer, your your image is locked down. Yeah. <laughs> you got your eyes closed. Uh, I'm still here. Believe me, I'm dancing. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I'm glad. I'm glad he's froze up. Then y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen he's Malone dance on a boat. I don't need Chuck dancing on the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we uh, there's gonna, like uh, Chuck said, there's gonna be some heavy hitters down here on Wheeler, man. Uh, yes, there is. is. David David Shipman, he he's in it. He's uh, Dave was good on that lake. Uh, uh, talked to Larry Moose last night. He ain't paid yet, but Larry's gonna be down there. Casey Tudorow. Uh, there's some guys that's put some put some good fish in them in the, in the boats down there. That's gonna be there. So we uh. We're looking forward to it, man. I, I'm tickled to death. I can't wait. I can't wait to get down there. Me and, me and the wife's kind of, kind of using it as a vacation. We're gonna be down there for three or four days, so we just ready yeah. to get out. We ready to get away. Yesterday, yesterday was about 15 degrees here. Today it warmed up to 30, and heck, it's Thursday. They're hollering 60 degrees here, but I think there's a chance of I think there's a chance of rain like four or five, six days in a row. It, it's gonna warm up, but it's it's gonna bring rain. So I'm I'm just ready for spring to get here. To be honest with you, but. yeah, I hear you. Me too. It's only January too. Yeah, yeah. Um, y'all are gonna y'all are gonna be at the uh, Catfish Conference again this year, aren't you? Absolutely, can't wait. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we uh we uh we signed up uh Saturday, I believe it was. I uh. Looking forward to it. We'll be back for our second year. I, uh, I, uh, he said they only had, he said that, uh, us and, uh, Cabela's King Cat and was the only right now that was, uh, signed up to go for sure. So hopefully a few more tournament trails to get in there where people can come and, uh, learn a little bit about the tournament fishing if they're looking to get into it. So. But I, think they'll have, I think they'll have a good turnout like it did last year. Heck yeah. Well, Doc, since Chuck's all froze up watching that <laughs> game, what do you you got something to visit with Josh about? <laughs> and your when is the tournament just for everybody out there that's listening in case somebody doesn't know? Paul South Memorial is gonna be Saturday, January the twenty eighth, down in Rogersville, Alabama. We're gonna be launching out of First Creek. Um, $150 a boat. Um, three fish again, limit. Three fish limit. You can have eight rods in a boat. You can only use six. Uh, one to three people a boat, no age limit. If you're just now getting on the show and you didn't hear about it, Paul Strauss, it's called the Paul Strauss Memorial. Paul, he, uh, he's a well-known catfisherman in, in our sport and he passed away a few months back and, uh, we was just holding this tournament under his name and paying respects and uh, go down there and do what he loved and uh, do what we all love and catfish and have a good tournament and pay our respects. 
Yeah, what's the times? Uh, the tournament hour is going to be from 6.30 to 3. You can fish Wheeler or Wilson, either one. Everybody has to put in at First Creek. You, uh, we're going to get lock time set up here uh, closer to the time. Uh, 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 that that place down there ain't like ain't like the Ohio River. Uh, we can just call around here. We can just call around here and get a lot of time set up, no problem. But uh, down there, I called last week. The reason I'm gonna go over there is I had a lot of people asking. I called last week, and the guy down there didn't hit the lock. Told me I need to call close to the time. They uh, they can't guarantee you a lot of time down there. People that fished winter blues know that. I'm sure they went over it, but we'll get a lot of time set up. It's going to have to be close to the tournament so they can have an idea of how much bars traffic they're going to have throughout the day. So, but we will get a lock time set up for everybody, I promise. But you can fish, Wilson. But like I said, everybody will have to launch out of First Creek. Yes. Captain's meeting. We just made a yeah. change on that today. Uh, I got to thank Jonathan Newton from the council, the city council of. Uh, Excuse me, out of Rogersville and the mayor. We made we had to come up with this tournament. We're gonna have this tournament about June, July last year. We we contacted uh, the Wheeler Lodge and they're all Yeah, we Josh is froze up now. Oh yeah. Well, well. Even his voice. Was I still talking when I was froze up? Yeah. 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 I'm glad I wasn't cussing a while ago. Then. <laughs> oh. <coughs> Josh, he's locked up tired than a drum. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I just uh I just hit the red phone, I closed out and I clicked on the leak again and came back. Yeah, it was funny watching you because you your eyes were closed, you were looking down towards it. I know. Like I, see, I, see, I seen that. It looked like I was asleep. <laughs> well, we'll give him a few minutes here and see what happens. Uh, it's going to be a good deal, and, and you know, I, I, yeah. I, I'm not sure what the payout is. I don't know if you guys have heard yet or not, but they're going to take yeah. a percentage of that and give it to Tammy, and and uh, I think that. Um, a deal like that, uh, hopefully some of the guys that will win some of the money will, what they win, they'll donate to her. Cause you know, she's got a big deal going out there and Tammy's a really sweet lady and she fished with Josh and a lot of these tournaments, everybody knows who she is. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a good deal for that family. You know, I eating situation happened there and, uh, she went through a lot and, and I know she'll appreciate everything that's, that's done for them. Yeah. Well, Josh is gone. Maybe he'll come back in here in a minute. And he may have lost connection. You know, it's hard to say with the weather moving in. This weather changing like it does. People say, well, that don't affect your, that don't affect your internet. Well, yes, it does. Yeah, it, I mean, the wind affects it uh, because a lot of the stuff's running on phone wires and they blow around and lose connections. There's a lot of variables, so. My mine's totally 4G, so it's just it's just like a cell phone. If I got clouds or whatever, I'm affected by everything with mine. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah. It is what it is, but uh, you know, it's 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 a good deal that he's doing this for that family and and uh, you know, he does the mid-kiff tournament. That's another great great thing for uh uh for fishing and and they really at that tournament, they've been having some great turnouts down there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge. Yeah, uh, Midkiff, you know, that's a, that's a big mentor around that whole area, you know, and, and for him, yeah, to, yeah. yeah, and for him to, uh, you know, run, run a named tournament after, um, you know, an icon like that, that, that's just awesome. That's, um, that really, you know, shows how, how a lot of people feel about catfishing in that area. You know, everybody that shows up is, is supporting Midkiff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Good deal. Boom. It's touchdown. Mm. Oh, baby. Hey, <laughs> and you act like me when the Cardinals are playing. <laughs> hey, I'm going to have to get off here because I might say something I don't need to say on live. <laughs> uh, at least I'll relax now. They got they scored first. So I'm good. Okay. I'm, Chad Wall says Josh Josh also does a cancer benefit. Uh, you know, we was talking about the national championship deal that we're doing, and and uh, Josh was talking about making it and the midkiff and this tournament all three qualifiers for uh, for the national championships. Would you put him at qualifying fifteen teams? Hey, I'm back. Hey, hey, there you I are. Don't know what, I don't know what in the world happened. I was just talking, and I didn't see none of y'all down there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, that's, that's part of live stuff. That's just kind of the way it works. Lyle was, yeah, was just talking about you was thinking about doing three tournaments for 15 teams for the national championship. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I know for sure we're doing the Paul Strauss Memorial – uh, Bruce Minkiff tournament, and uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to do uh, the cancer benefit tournament out of out of Owensboro here. We do for the city of Owensboro. So you're not 100 percent sure on that one though, right? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say it tonight. Yeah, we're gonna do it, even if I got to pay it. We're gonna do it. Yeah. That's outstanding. Awesome. That, that is. That's really cool. Yeah. You know, we, I was talking with. Uh, not to change the subject on that today, but I was talking to Alex Nagy today. He's doing three. You're doing that's six events right there. Do you? Do you that's thirty teams. Do you have a championship on your uh, circuit? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 the last tournament every year. It's uh, yeah, it's, yeah. So the guys that you're not going to have that as a as a uh, no, because you have to finish. You have to finish. Uh, but then uh, you have to finish the top fifteen in one of our regular tournaments to uh, to f to finish then uh, to fish our championship. Right. So we don't, you know, if if them guys, no, nah, we're not going to do a championship now. <laughs> okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know. You know, a lot. I, you know, some guys may do it. I didn't know what your reasoning for not doing it well, was. Well, I kind of, kind of want to spread it out to get more people in. Like, you know, we. We got our regular 40, 50 boats to follow our trail, but I want to go down. I want to have one at Wheeler because we're going to have guys down there that ain't going to fish our regular trail that might finish in the top five. Then we got Owensboro that we're going to have our locals, you know, that's going to, you know, do good and finish in the top five. Then we go back to our Bruce Mitchell tournament where we had 119 boats last year. 
we're going to have guys from out of town fishing there. So what I'm trying to do in my head is get 15 different teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of instead of say the same guy finishing the top five and all those, you know, well he's already qualified. So I'm trying to spread out my tournaments that I think is going to be the biggest. So we can try to get 15 different teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what a lot of other guys are going to do, if somebody places, if the same five place in one and then three of those place in another one, then they're going to take, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh and qualify them. Right, Rilal? Isn't that how that's it went? That's correct. You know, just say David Shipman got second down there. Uh, at the last one, him and, and Brooke, they're qualified, so it would be the next person down on the list. Yeah, okay. Oh. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, I really think that you're going to see guys like Larry Muse and, and uh, Cad Daly and some of them other guys that, that are very familiar with that lake step up here and get, get it on this time. Yeah. But i, I got to tell you, I'm pulling for the Missouri boys that's headed down that way. Now, I, Hey, I tell you, there's a there's a lot of I thought there's a lot of people I thought there's a lot of people here in Kentucky that fish. There's a I'm telling you, you look at the forty two boat field and I and I, I bet you 15, 15, 15 of them's from Missouri. There's a lot of guys down there like fishing in lake. And, oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Carl Carl Morris told me today that uh there was there's three or four teams that's called him preparing for bait and all three or four of them are from Missouri and ain't none of them paid yet, so they're there's another three or four we know going to come. Them guys, right. Them guys are from Missouri. Yeah. So. Now, well, now, if them boys that, that won that tournament, uh, <laughs> if they yeah. could get together and go back down there, they was they sure would like to. I know Chad Bilks and, and uh, Dale Smith, and I can't remember Gary's last name, but them boys, <laughs> they're liable to show up down there. Yeah. It's going to be well, a good They said on the show that they might have to make that trip. Oh yeah, I, I know said, Gary. Yeah, we got money now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Dale, he really he likes it down there really well, and and uh, and and uh, Chad, he just he he would go back down there. Man, I guess he caught so many fish, he probably got tired of reeling. Yeah. Man, he he his arms may still be sore. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I know whose arms aren't sore of it. <laughs> Mine. Yeah. Yep. Tuck. Well, Josh, that's uh it's outstanding that you put on all this this memorial stuff and benefit tournaments. I mean, that's a, that's really a cool deal and we're very glad that you take the time to do that and and uh promote the sport in such a manner as you do. It's just uh it's just real commendable that you do that for us all. I appreciate you letting me go on the show a couple times a year, guys. It uh, means a lot to help advertising in our trail and our tournaments. We uh, that's why I'm in it for, man. I set a goal and I like to reach them. We just like to have good turnouts, and that's all it's about, man. We just love the sport of catfishing. We're here yep. to help everybody. So that's exactly right. Uh, if if you would would you give all or any contact information in case anybody would like to uh with this tournament yeah if you're uh if you want to if you can't make a tournament you just want to be involved uh put a donation towards tammy or josh uh you can either write either one of them a check 
to Tammy or Josh Strauss, or if you're uh, if you're wanting to help with the uh, the plaques and the and the portraits that we're getting made to give them to present them at the tournament, you can uh, get with me and send me a money order or check. Uh, but uh, as far as the tournament, uh, early registration is, uh, is cuts off Sunday the fifteenth at one hundred and fifty dollars a boat. You can uh, you can get with me on Facebook, or you can uh, mail a check to uh, three twenty four Booth Avenue, Warrenboro, Kentucky, or my cell phone number is two seven zero two three one six eight one nine, and uh, we'll get you set up. But uh, after the fifteenth, the last chance to be to be able to pay will be at the captain's meeting. Uh, oh, that's what we was going over, Doc, when I got cut off. Captain's meeting. Yeah. Be Friday night, uh, the 27th. It's, from, it's starting at 6.30. And anyway, uh, to go back to the story before I got cut off, there was uh, back in August, we uh, got with the lodge, and we were supposed to have the captain's meeting there. Well, the lady named Felicia that worked down there, she quit around Halloween, and I guess she took my registration with her. Well, make a long story short, here I am in a bind a couple weeks before the tournament, and I'm like, oh, Lord. And uh, what we're going to do, so I got a, I pulled a couple strings, and actually Daniel Parsons gave me a few numbers, and I got with the city council and the mayor, and, man, it wasn't but, it wasn't but two days, and they got back with me, and they hooked us up with the, the captain's meeting is going to be in the little town of Rogersville there at the Lauderdale, Lauderdale uh, High School going to be in the cafeteria. Uh, we'll open the doors at 530. That'll be your last chance to pay. It'll be 175 cash only day that captain's meeting. We won't, we won't set no entries that morning of. So we really like for one member of a boat to be at that captain's meeting. There's a lot of things to go over on these bigger tournaments and uh, like to have everybody there to know what, what's going on, how things are going to roll come, come Saturday morning. So but anyway, Lauderdale High School captain's meeting is going to start at six thirty Friday night, four tournaments. So, other than that, we hope to see everybody down here. And, and uh, if, you, if you're on the fence about coming because of the weather or something, you know, I know I've already I've said this a couple of times. Uh, if you can't make it because of the because you know weather wise, we'll ain't no big deal. We'll give you the entry back. So don't worry about that part. Uh, can't Come beat on. a deal like that. Good time. If you ain't ever been to Wheeler. Wheeler's Wheeler's outstanding fishery. I give it to the state of Alabama. They take care of their fish and got a world class fishery. Uh, I love it down there. I'm, now, now, Josh, do you, do you know if there's any cabins available yet? Uh, when we reserved ours, Lord, two months ago, I think they only had one or two left. I say they're probably sold out. The lodge, the Wheeler Lodge there at First Creek at the marina, they are, uh, for the first 20 rooms, it's only 60 bucks. That's a really nice place. First 20 rooms for this tournament, they're going to let go at 60 bucks. I think, I don't know for sure, but I want to say that all of them are sold out, though. But uh, you got the Economy Inn right there uh, in Rogersville. I think it's about $55 a night. Then up at Florence, you got a lot of nice hotels, but. Uh, you can get a hold of the Wheeler Wheeler uh, State Park at the lodge there, and they'll, they'll let you know if they got any cabins left or any rooms there at the lodge. 
that's that's good. The, the cabins, you know, um, they're very that's nice. Cool. Yeah. Get two or three guys in there. Don't cost you hardly nothing to stay there. Designate yeah. one of designate one of them to be the cook and not ever let him drink. You'll be set. Uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we. Uh, I think we got one of the three bedrooms. I think seven of us to stay in there. We. Uh, poor old Charles Breedlove's really gonna have to sleep on the couch because all the other <laughs> all, all of us, all of us others that have a nice bed. A nice bed. Yeah. But like but like Lyle said, hey, we're gonna be down there three days. Heck, heck, I think I think me and the wife's gonna walk out of there with what maybe one hundred twenty five dollars in it for all three nights. You can't beat that when you split it. No, that, no, like, you can't, you can't. And, and now you, you, you tell your that. you tell your wife not to be cooking all them meals. Them boys can pass it around. I heard old Chuck can really cook up some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's silly boy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that boy. He's a good guy. Got a bright future in the sport. Think of world old Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we wish we uh we wish y'all could make it down, man. Yeah, we just got, I got some, personally got some stuff going on, getting ready for some surgery next month, and I just ain't, I got to get that taken care of, so. I understand, well. But uh, it'll be all good, you know, I, I like going down there. I don't usually do real well on Wheeler, but I sure like being down there around everybody. Yes, sir. That's the fun of it. And I always get out of work. It's, it's, I hate having to work in it. And I know people are on Wheeler. Drives me crazy. Two, two more years, Doc. Two more I know, years. I know. <laughs> Counting down the time. Well, Josh, thanks so much for being on the show with us. If anything pops up that you need to mention to anybody, feel free to jump on Catfish Weekly and make a post on there. If, let us know what, what's going on. And, uh, uh, as soon as your tournament's over, when you get a chance, send me a uh, a message and let me know who the top qualifiers are so we can add them to our list. This is going to be a great deal down there, and I know you guys are going to have a blast. Well, like I said, guys, I sure do appreciate, me letting get, or appreciate you letting me get on and talk about it, and uh, we hope to uh, see everybody down there at Wheeler at the end of the month. And uh, Happy New Year to everybody, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time. All right, Josh. Thanks so much. Thanks, Josh. That's going to be a big event down there. That's two of them this month on Wheeler Lake. That's that's pretty good. I mean, uh, but where else are you going to go this time of the year where you're not going to just get froze plumb to death? And uh, it's not that it won't be cold down there, but it'd be a lot better than it would be in Ohio and Missouri. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and and I'm sure that them fish are looking forward to a uh, skipjack snack. Yeah, probably so. I, I they just uh, life's got to be a bummer. Oh, I know it's just something else. And uh, I I guess every time I think about Wheeler, I, I still I have come to the conclusion that if you're not using a piece of bait that big, you probably ain't using a big enough piece of bait. First time I was ever down in that area, I, I wasn't at Wheeler. I was below Wilson, but you know, people had told me, you know, you, 
yeah, you, you don't even have to use a sabiki or anything. Just take a net and run it in the water and you bring out skipjacks like crazy. I thought, I said, yeah, man, somebody's full of it. <laughs> I found out real quick. Yeah, wow. They're, the skipjacks are down in there, you know, certain times of year, they're in there thick. So, yeah. That, that'll be good. Uh, the guys that don't take the time to go get them, you know, Carl's going to be down there. And, and, and boys, don't, don't, don't go down there and, and not get a hold of Carl. If you're going to need bait, get a hold of him now so he can prepare for that. Don't run down there and thinking he's going to have a million of them bad boys and, and uh, he run out and then you'd be mad because you didn't call him. If you need bait, call old Carl Morris up. He'll hook you up with some bait. It's good stuff, man. Uh, I've never seen bait kept taking care of any better than what he does. I mean, he's got the best machine on the market for it, and it's it's it, it may not be fresh caught if it's frozen, but it's to be the as good a fresh caught or frozen bait as you've ever used. Yeah. It's some good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you get frozen bait out, you thaw it out and cut it and it's still bleeding there it is that's good bait. That's quality stuff. Yeah. So Chuck, he is glued to that TV, man. Glued to it. He's like a statue watching them boys play that ball game. I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> is Clemson beating him? No, Bama's ahead. <laughs> oh, man. I got a couple of things I want to go over tonight, guys. Um, one thing that I want to say to, tonight, to, and it's not pointed at anybody in particular, but it's called respect for your fellow catfishermen. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on online, and I think uh, as great a group of fishermen that we have in, in the sport of catfishing, I think that um, the respect for other people is dwindling on us and we need to get that back. We need to get a hold of it and grasp it and understand that the guys you're fishing with are just as passionate for the sport as you are. And uh, there's no sense of, of arguing and fighting. If somebody's doing something, just pass it along. It, it, you've got to respect the guys that's been doing this for a long time. And, and they got to respect the guys that are starting out because they may not know how things have been done in the past or what is expected of them. But, but I see so many things getting done and said, and, and I think that if we're not careful, we'll lose that aspect with that's something that's made our sport so great for so long. You know, uh, doc, you and I've probably been doing this as long as anybody that's been tournament catfishing. I mean, I've been doing it for 20, 25 years and, yeah, same and I, you know, I try to do the same as I did 20 years ago, as I do right now. And, and I know sometimes I falter at it, but uh, everybody, whether they're just starting out or whether they've been doing it a long time, they deserve that respect from each of us. And I, I really think that if we're not careful, we're going to lose some of that. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, I don't know. It, it, that's a tough subject. It's, uh, I've seen it, you know, I've seen it good and bad both ways. I have too. I just wanted to throw that out there and I'm not trying to make anybody mad and I'm not calling any names. I'm just saying 
that the guy's been doing it for a long time need to give the the newcomers a little bit of respect because they're trying to throw their hat in the ring with with some of the best fishermen in the United States. And the guys that are starting out need to understand them other guys already paid their dues. So it's a two-way street. Everybody's going to have to work together. But you'll have to work real hard. Yeah. You, every, you know, it's not a big deal. You just work a little bit. You give a little bit, and they give a little bit. Everything will work out, I promise. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, it's you know, it's a, it's a money thing. They're, they're trying to win that big money. And you know as well as I know, when we were fishing <laughs> the Mississippi River, you know, we didn't even think about the money. You know, oh, it's it, about it having fun. No. And, and we definitely had fun. We, we did. had fun. I we will had guarantee a blast. you there was nobody else down there that had any more fun than you and I and Cindy and Lynn down there pre-fishing. Yeah. And Lynn so, did. Yeah, even, with, even with everything that was going on, right. we still had a good time. We had a you know, blast. We, we should we should have never even caught a fish with everything that was going on, but we did. <laughs> we caught fish and we had fun. Yeah. Almost lost a rod and just <laughs> I lost my leatherman. I got my arm, my hand ripped wide open. But but it was a good time, you know, yeah. and, and that's you know, people sometimes uh, and I understand, believe me, as much as we go, I understand what it costs to go to these tournaments because every oh, yeah. place Every place we go is a long, long way away. Even if we fish uh, uh, a local tournament, uh, so the ones that we used to run, you know, they're three hours. Uh, so, yeah, we go to Wheeler or, or we go to Owensboro, we go to Memphis. doesn't matter where we go. It's a minimum of, of well, uh, there's some, you know, uh, Matt Sanders is going to have some tournaments and then boys out of Nebraska is going to have some tournaments that will be within an hour, hour and a half of me. But every, every there's no – I don't just walk out here – and get on the water. That's not how it works. And if it's a big tournament, they're all they're all a, a large distance. So uh, yeah. just work. Try to work with each other, fellas. I mean, it's it's worth the effort. Trust me. And, and there's no sense of, of losing friendships over a catfish. We'd be catfishing 50 years from now if they don't get some regulations. They may not be the size they are right now, but we're still going to be catching catfish. And that friendship that you've had with these other guys for years is worth more than any fish or any tournament you'll ever be in. I guarantee it. There, there's another subject that's been up several times over the years. Um, Cindy said she didn't catch no fish. <laughs> she caught a oh, lot of rock. Caught, <laughs> she, she was catching stuff. It was just it wouldn't let go of the line. That's it. You know, that's just the way it works sometimes. But, you know, we've been to tournaments when she caught stuff and, and she caught them all, and I don't care. You know, if she's having a good time. I'm thrilled. It doesn't make any difference. The other thing I wanted to touch about tonight is, is, is a subject that's come up for the last three or four days. I swear, I told you guys before the show, I have been on the phone the last two days nearly all day long. And, and the term is professional catfishing. Uh, been asked about this by four or five guys. And I'm going to tell you, if you look professional up in the dictionary, it'll tell you that professional is someone who makes their living doing something. And, and that's not exact wording, but 
if if you are a professional mechanic, you make your living working on cars. If you're a professional cat fisherman, you make your living doing catfishing for a living. And, and it, from my perspective, I only know of two, maybe three guides that make a living at catfishing and don't do anything else for their livelihood. Uh, one of them being Ryan Casey and uh, one of them being uh, Jason Bridges. Bridges. Uh, now, there may be some more that do strictly nothing but guide. But to my knowledge, there is no person that I'm aware of that makes a living tournament catfishing. So far as I'm concerned, and this is our, you guys can argue about it all you want to. From where I'm looking at it, there is no professional catfishermen other than guys that make their living doing it. So when they talk about professionals and amateurs, there has to be a way that you determine who is a pro and who is an amateur. Uh, I, I see no different. And I'm not saying that Jason and Daryl Massengill or David Shipman or Larry Muse or Jeff Dodd, some of these guys are not better at it than some of the others. <laughs> But are they a professional? What What do you guys think about that? Well, you've got you've got you've got expert. You know, people can be experts in a field. You know, they they have expertise in it. They, you know, they've did all their put their time in. They did their research, and you know, time and time again. You know, they prove their sale that that's an expert. You don't have to make your living at it. You're just uh, you're on top and, you know, and you can have expert and amateur. You know, the amateurs are the guys that are rising up. They're trying to learn. They're looking up to the experts to give them advice. Um, the only pro that's in catfishing is um you know, promotion, you know, if you're going to promote somebody, you know, pro staff is not really a professional staff. That's promotional staff. You're, you're promoting for somebody and you may be getting something for it or, um, you, you might, you just may be trying to get somewhere by doing it. And, um, you know, that, that's what I see. I see, uh, you know, expert and amateur, uh, and and within our field, <clears throat> well, we're we're not to the point where people get paid to go out and, and fish. Uh, it it may be very well be coming. You know, these guys that that did these bass tournaments, they get a boat, they get a a truck, they get a big sum of money. These guys pay their entry fees to every tournament and their gas to and from and their motel rooms. You give them a credit card for all their expenses. Uh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. And the difference between catfishing and bass fishing is that every day somebody comes out with a new bass lure. Uh, every day people are not coming out with new technology for catfishing. The biggest thing that happens in catfishing is uh, a new design boat, uh, a new design uh, fishing rod, or bumping comes into effect, or planer boards come into effect. That's a big deal for catfishing. Uh, basically, 
a lot of the hooks are different one to the other, but they still do the same thing. Uh, there's not new technology that comes out every day. Whenever Lawrence or Humminbird comes up with a new unit, that's a major thing for catfishing because just it may only do one or two things better than the last model, but everybody's got to have that. You know, right now, the what is the new Lawrence that's coming out, Doc? Uh, the Gen 3? Yeah, the carbon. the carbon. Yeah. That that is the hot item. I keep hearing so much about that. The new Helix uh, Gen Two uh, Humminbird. That that's a hot ticket item right now. I think that they're both going to be huge sellers for the market. But these companies, not that they don't support fishermen, but they don't do it to the magnitude they do for bass fishing. We're just not there yet. Now, I, I really think we're coming. And, and it's scaring me a little bit with all the things that's been going on in the last year or two uh, to see catfishing like that. Everybody said, oh, man, I'd be glad when they get these big payout tournaments coming in. And uh, we, when, when catfishing gets as big as bass fishing, well, we're in no ways near what bass and crappie fishing are. And look at the growing pains we're having right now. And we got big payout tournaments. What they pay out at Monsters on the Ohio? It was huge. Mississippi River Monsters yeah. had a, had a big payout. You know, yeah. Rising yeah. Sun has a big payout every year. Uh, yeah, it's growing pains, and we're gonna have to deal with some of that. Claude says Claude Rail says that uh, we're, we're not the sport like that. We don't have a KVD or a Bill Dance yet, uh, and, and that's true. We we don't have them guys yet. <laughs> but I'm telling you, we got some characters in the sport of catfish. Well, we we really do. <laughs> yeah, we we got we got Jeff Dodd and and uh, James Patterson. Uh, we got some some dandies in in our sport, and they're so much fun. It's so knowledgeable. And and when when I said respect while go, I have the utmost respect for those guys right there. They're they're the cream of the crop. They're at the top of the ch food chain. Uh, and, and there's others. Daryl and Jason, they're at the top of the food chain. There, there's a lot of them that's up there. Uh, there's, you could probably name off, if, if you uh, put a tournament on tomorrow in a body of water that nobody had ever fished before, there's probably 10 guys that you could name that has a legitimate shot of winning that tournament. Yeah. Easy. Maybe more. But it's, it's, I, I just think that we need to, to step back before this gets out of hand and, and realize where we're at. In the last 10 years, we have come magnitudes in distance from where we was. Well, if you look at uh, last year, that was the very first catfish conference. This is the second one, and it's expanded the way it has, you know. Uh, we're, we're still taking baby steps on this kind of stuff. And right. actually, that's the way you want to work it. You don't want to be taking leaps and bounds, you know, because at some point it's going to, it, you're going to fall on your face. You're going to fall down and then you got to get back up. So, uh, you know. That's right. And we're, you know, when I first started out catfishing, Half the guys that I fished with and I fished against, we didn't even have uh, our depth finder was the sinker that was on the end of the line. And we'd sit there <laughs> and bounce it along the bottom till you found a hole 
then you anchor right. it up and you know you, you remember the old round hummingbirds that flashers yeah, yeah i yeah, had one of those I, one I started out with the green box the lawrence green box flasher man i i, I got good with that thing and then and, you know i just worked my way up and and you know now I'm I'm up to the Lawrence Gen two, twelve, and it and it's starting to it's you know it's falling behind, but it's it's good that, enough for me. I'm I'm you know. And the only thing about new technology that that bothers me is every time they come out with something, you want to upgrade, and it costs so much. Yeah. Uh, but. Um, I know that Alex Nagy and Seth McAllister went up to the big P B eight, whatever they had up North at the Dells in Wisconsin over the weekend. And I talked to Alex this afternoon for quite a while. And, and what he told me was that catfishing as much as it's grown is so far behind these bigger tournament series that it would shock you because yeah. They just they just do everything completely different. But look at the head start they had on, on us. Even walleye fishing has be has has been popular for thirty years, yeah. you know, and and Great Lakes and stuff like that. And and we're just now picking up on their technology to use with planer boards and and drifting and back bottom bounce. And they've been using it for a long time. So we're getting there. But uh, we just need to. We need to make sure that we get everything done the correct way. At least that's my take on it. You don't have to like it. You can actually disagree with me. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, Mike Cook, he just posted, look at how many boat companies are building boats for catfishing now. That's right. And 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 I have word that there's going to be some more new ones coming out. So, uh, I, I have no confirmation on that, just what I've been told through the grapevine, and, and that's good for the sport. Uh, when, when a guy purchases a new boat, uh, and I'm guessing uh, almost any of them is going to be, what, 30000 and up? Uh, you uh, might be a little bit on the low side there. I, may, I might very well be. <laughs> I mean, thirty thousand yeah. is, uh, you know, the low, the twenty-foot uh, low boat. Um, I can't remember the model number of it, but it's right around, um, you know, thirty thousand. Yeah. Um, you know, that's you know the, but you know, you can get, you can get other twenty-foot boats, um, you know, for you know, around 22 and so, but, you know, now everybody's got to get there quick. So that's the new thing now. <laughs> right. You know, back, back two or three years ago, it wasn't as bad. Now no. people's getting, Trump wanting to get faster and faster and faster <clears throat> and, it, yep. and, and, and longer runs and, and well, the Mississippi river monster tournament, really made that shine um, one of the things that i will say about the longer runs uh when when we go to these tournaments a lot of times we're fishing against local guys that fish that either every day or several times a week and they've got that local water figured out and a lot of times i think the long runs is to get 
as far away from that as you can. And if you can make a long run, you can get away from some of that water that's got consistently beat up. Again, that's just my opinion. And beat up the week of the tournament. Oh, it gets hammered. Yeah. Hammered. And so, you know, that's a lot of the guys. I mean, some of the guys, they were going all the way down to Tunica. And, you know, some guys were running, what, 50 miles north? What's Further that? than that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm talking, these are some huge runs these guys are making. And, and you know, getting big fuel tanks and, and getting there quick, you know, running, you know, that, uh, that alpha cat, you know, something that's not real heavy. That'll still have, can carry a big horsepower motor that can still ha handle, um, you know, really big swells, uh, you know, rough water and, and, and still get below the rocks of these dams and all that stuff. That's the big things that are coming, and that's what uh, everybody's going to be going for. That's 100% correct. And uh, I, I, I'm a believer in getting away from local fishermen. Most of the guys that fish local, and, and this is, there's exceptions to every rule, but a lot of the guys that fish locally in these tournaments, uh, they're not used to take, making a 30-mile run, and that doesn't bother me. If I think that I'm, the water's beat up and I can find fish in another area, I don't, I don't mind going hour, hour and a half, one direction, especially if I'm really on something that I like. But uh, I've made those runs and, and zeroed. I've made them and been a hero. It just depends on how you, how, you, how you look at it and where you want to go. And, you know, that's like us, Doc. We fished both those tournaments really close in that we fished. We was on fish. We, it just didn't work out for us. Next time yeah. it may. You know, it could. Yeah. It, it could have right. been. It could have worked either way. Yeah, and they, you know, a lot of the, a lot of these boats, you know, for thirty thousand dollars, are a little bit under. You know, they're coming, and are Coast Guard rated for, you know, maybe one fifteens. Most of them, you know, if they're eighteen footers, most of them are rated for nineties, unless they're deeper V holes. You know, so um, it's really you're really having to find a really good team partner is is what i see going on now um you know yep. a few years ago people were fishing with a lot of different people you know you would see them fish this tournament with so and so and this tournament with so and so now it's getting to where people are keeping their partners longer um and, and you know being more consistent with them they're helping each other with the you know being able to, uh, you know, make these things work and be able to afford to go to these things. And that's what it's going to take. And that's what's happening. And that's why it's booming so good. Yep, it is. And and you're right. It used to be guys fish together two or three tournaments. They'd argue about something or maybe one of them couldn't make a tournament or whatever. And next thing you know, that guy's fish with somebody else. And uh, tournament, there used to be more diverse divorces and tournament partners than anything going in, in tournament catfishing. But, uh, they're staying with guys a lot longer now, and, and uh, sometimes one guy doesn't have the boat you need to tournament fish out of, and then they'll upgrade, and they'll get a different partner, and then you got two teams instead of one team that you had before. So there's there's advantages and disadvantages of it, but uh, you know, I, I this this tournament's it's going so fast. We're just you know we're just gonna have to watch it and make sure we don't step on each other uh, and make people mad because, like I say. 
I would rather have you guys as my buddies in any fishing hole on a Mississippi River, and I don't care what anybody says, that's the best fishery in the world. It's got more of everything in it. Got the whole Mississippi River system with everything it dumps into it. But I would give up any hole on that. You know, I'd rather do that than lose you guys as friends. And it's just them spots are, are worth a lot tournament day, but the next day or the day before that, they're not worth that much. And and uh, if I can't sit down there and eat dinner with you guys and be comfortable, it ain't worth it to me. That's exactly. just how, that's how I feel about it. You know, and and if you would have told me uh, three that woman and husband and wife teams would be as as competitive as they are now in these big tournaments, I would have never believed it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. I got a, a thing on Facebook that I missed uh, throughout the time when Josh was on here. Uh, let's see. Will Timmy said that we need to mention the Alcoa boys on the show. I'm not familiar with that. And Jeremy Keene says, or the King of Green, uh, or both. Uh, not sure about that, but they, they evidently uh, is something that Josh should have known about. And he says, tell Josh not to forget us small-town boys when he gets to Hollywood. <laughs> well, I got a feeling he won't get to Hollywood off of Catfish Weekly, guys. But you never know. <laughs> I hope he does. He'll do better than the rest of us, I promise you. Chuck, what have you got for closing statements? You got a score for us yet? I'm still setting to nothing, and uh, uh, that's about all I got. Uh I hadn't even had time to even think about any fishing or any tournaments or anything with everything I've got going on. So, yeah, I don't have a whole lot going on. I'm going to try to make that tournament at the end of the month uh, and get up there and support his trail. Uh, but, you know, that's going to be a last-minute thing. If I can uh, pull it together that last week and make plans good, if I can't, um, you know, because I'd have to – I'd had to already put vacation in for that Friday to – for it to be a for sure thing unless it wasn't going to be a last minute thing so i'd really like to make yeah. it and i hope everything work out because i really want to be there well you can keep us posted between now and then and and uh, if you make it we're sure going to be pulling for you because i don't think doc or i either one going to be able to make it yeah it's all on <laughs> it's all on that uh that bread and butter job i got you know if uh <laughs> if everything if everything uh you know does are out there and never know what's going to tear up or what they want to do or what kind of orders are going to come in. You, that's a day by yep. day thing. So. I understand. Okay. Doc, what do you got for Doc's tip of the night? And if you have any other closing statements, no other closing statements. Uh, Doc's tip for the night is when you guys have to carry your breakdown kits, carry some sandpaper on your breakdown kits. Uh, if you burn up a spindle or you get a bad notch in it, you can take the sandpaper that's in strips and you can clean that thing up. And it actually does a pretty good job. Uh, I've, I've gotten some bad, uh, my other, not the boat I'm currently pulling, but my other one, I, for whatever reason, I burned up a lot of bearings on it. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, I cleaned those spindles up and it always, it never left me, uh, broke down after I got it fixed. So, 
Uh, that's Doc's tip for tonight. That right. uh, I'm not sure what they call that in your neck of woods. We used to call it crocus cloth around here. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's I wasn't good sure. Stuff. I wasn't sure people would know the mechanical <laughs> term of it. So, but yeah, that's what it's called, crocus cloth. But layman terms, it's sandpaper. Yeah, uh, it's it's some tough stuff. It'll cut through metal and yeah. and get all them uh, burn spots smoothed up where your 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 uh, uh, bearings will slide back up on there like they're supposed to. Yeah, and I've used it. I've used it when you uh, accidentally run up on rocks on a prop and you got them big nicks on a prop and you got you want to smooth them out. You can use that stuff to smooth them right out. Yeah, and it won't rust like a file or something in your boat. No. Okay, Doc. Great tip. Claude Reynolds says February the twenty sixth, eight to four, Whiskey City, out of Canners Creek, will be holding a tournament. Chad Wall says February eighteenth, JKV, out of Geneva, Kentucky, seasonal points opener. So there you go, guys. Upcoming tournaments. You get to be thinking about them. You guys better be getting them boats ready now. It's going to be warm, ready to go for you. Know it. Yep. Uh, April fifteenth. April 15th, uh, benefit for Bink Fox, Cancer Sucks, benefit. That's so, cool. April 15th, that's four April months. 15th. That'd be awesome. Be a good time over there. I think that's an outstanding deal to do for Janet Bink. And I know uh, you got a – before we go, have you got a uh, update on Bink Force? He's doing real good. I talked to him tonight. Uh, he was, he felt a little rough tonight after he got home, but uh, – he had the grandbabies with him over the weekend, and he's doing real good. Uh, his, uh, I think he's going to have surgery sometime in February. So, yeah, Janet told me that. So, uh, uh, Claude wants to know where that tournament for Bink's going to be at, Doc. Gallipolis, Ohio. I'm I'm planning on having it out of Gallipolis, Ohio. That's just, Gallipolis has redone their ramp and uh, made it bigger and a little bit larger area. So um, I'm hoping that we can run it out of there. Hopefully they'll have that equipment out of there and we can use it. Good deal. Good deal. That'd be outstanding. I'm so glad that you uh, are, are doing that for them. It's, it's going to be a really cool deal. So uh, I know it'll be a lot of fun over there, and in April the fish should be on fire. Now, yeah. is yeah. is that uh, strictly channel cat? Is that flathead, yeah. channel cat, and blues, or flathead, channel cats, and blues? And you're in the you're in West Virginia water, so it's it's going to be both flatheads and blues are going to be the dominant species. And usually in April, the flatheads are on fire because they are coming out of their uh, winter dormant dormancy at that time and usually they are killing anything they can get a hold of awesome awesome and uh, chad, chad, Wall. Is general, chad is generally the uh, bait of choice during that time okay good deal chad wall says more info on the tournament chad as it becomes available we will get it to you that i think that's pretty much all the information you got on that now isn't it yeah, because it's still in the I'm still in the planning stages and stuff right. like that. Okay. So, but I did want to have that date out there for people. I know some of the guys around here, the locals around here that run tournaments, Vince and them, they're all working around it. So that's all standard. 
good deal. Claude says the flatheads, you won't be able to keep them off your hook over that time of year. Well, I've never seen a place that flatheads wouldn't stay off your hook. <laughs> Have you, Chuck? Uh -huh. <laughs> I've never had that problem. <laughs> well, listen, guys, this is a great show tonight. I want to thank Josh for coming on the show with us and, and getting all that tournament stuff set up and ready to go. He's worked really hard on this. It'd be a great time for all you guys to get a chance to make it down there. Hopefully the weather will, will uh, cooperate and everybody can get down there safe and back because I know there's a bunch of guys from up here wanting to go down there. So uh, with that said, next week we will be back on Monday night at 7 Central. Thanks for watching Catfish Weekly. <laughs>